Hey, this is Aaron Gordon. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Need a new sports podcast? Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The hosts of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic Basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today. And welcome to another edition of the Orlando Magic Pod Squad coming to you again from another hotel on the road, this time Minnesota. Magic 17 and 20 at the taping of this show and game three of a six-game road trip. Guys, happy holidays to you. Happy New Year. Everybody have a good holiday. Excellent. Did. I think yeah. so, right? We didn't get much yeah. time off, but it was, everybody have nice holidays. I felt like we were at the Amway Center a lot during the holiday, and then just when games. and then when things got maybe going, uh, we left. <laughs> we left town. So. Yep, on the road again. Isn't there a song? With that title? I think so. Yeah, Willie I Nelson. Think, yeah. Willie I think Nelson, there's a couple. Yeah. Did you guys, our radio produ- our TV producer, left his tree up before he left? Did you guys get everything down? Wasn't it important to get all the decorations uh, down? I was told by my wife yes. that um, all the stuff would be down when I got back, oh. which I thought was nice, but also probably not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to do it while you're gone? Her and her and the kids are going to take everything down. Wow, that's, that's what she—that's that's what she said. About that. But that's I, you know, I, I'm, I'm anticipating everything still being there yeah, when, sure, when sure. we get back, which is fine. And it's all brown by the time you get back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely dead. Definitely dead tree. And so I, I don't. You know, we've talked about this on air a little bit, David and I have. But like, I don't start the holiday season till after Thanksgiving, right? So mm-hmm. I give a little bit of time. Get the tree and the lights up. Yep. You know, right. shortly thereafter, maybe yep. the Sunday, I begin working on that tree. Not so much live tree. You want to let it go, but I, I take it down the twenty sixth. Everything's gone. Ready for it to be over. Twenty sixth, twenty seventh. It's no. out. Yep. We go by. It's over. Christmas is over. I'm not gonna lie. There's something. There's, 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 there's something to. But there's something to do. Holidays are over. Well, you still got New Year's. You still want to give Daytona 500 tickets for the holidays. Well, no that's president. because you guys keep telling me no. It's still the holidays. Goes through January fourth. Laura said. Me? Laura said there's something now. I. I. I'm. She's much more in. You know, we're Catholic, but I don't know a lot of the ins and outs. And yeah, you know, I go to church, but I don't know. <laughs> sure. And she said there's a. And I'm going to sound really stupid. There's a date where everything like officially yes. is to cut off, and I don't know when that date is. I know it's like the seventh or the eighth or. Around for there. us, it's after all the guests go home. Right, <laughs> that's when we take it all down. Right, which was which, which was, was the thirtieth. It was the day we okay. left. Yeah, I was out at ten o'clock in the morning on Sunday. We flew out on How'd Sunday. How'd you do right? that? We had a three thirty game. Out. I got the tree out oh, that day. Well, yeah, she got that, that morning, out. Right. Yeah. No, got the tree. Didn't get all the decorations down, but I didn't want to leave town with the tree up. And as of this my taping, my tree is down. still fully decorated and in it my house. It will be through the sixth or seventh, whatever that. Yes. Well, now okay. if we were home, and if, if we were home, I would have left it up till New Year's Day. We would ideally we'd have brought it up, which JT would not have liked. But we'd have got <laughs> it up till New Year's. Something about having, you know, just get one more week out of it, and then. But knowing we were gone, we took it down on the twenty eighth, okay. and every every speck of decorations is gone. Were got the it kids all down, okay with bad. that? They're they're young. Oh, so they're, they're fine. They're yeah. fine. Yeah, they're. They fine. got all their they're toys. They're over at Christmas morning. They right? are. Do you let everybody leave the presents around, or do they have to pick up all that stuff, too? No, everything's got to be cleaned <laughs> up. Are you kidding me? We're back in order at the Turner House the on Turner's the 26th. Right, Christmas is over. It's time for New Year. The That's right. The cleaner has been run. There are no pine needles. It's We are on to, to New Year's at the Turner House. <laughs> I'm finding plenty. I know Dee on board with that, too, isn't yeah, she? Oh, sure. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, she's trained me. That's why. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, well, there you go. There That's why Jeff's on. So you owe it to her. You owe it to her. Dee not well, on board. You know what's interesting? We got a lot of questions on Twitter about our New Year's and holidays 
holidays on the road? Because it is interesting. We've had some crazy holidays on the road, and we've had some that have been extremely uneventful. <laughs> but this past New Year, I, I found it quite interesting. We were on the plane leaving Charlotte, right? We had an early game in Charlotte. Somewhere in the air, Joey Colon, our Spanish broadcaster, told us it was Puerto Rican New Year, which I had no idea Puerto Rican is an hour they're in a before. They're different time zone? They're, yeah. they're the time zone an hour before East Coast. That's why time. he was singing in the back of the plane. I, well, one, well, of, the one of the reasons, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah not, not, there were other factors. One of the reasons. There's other factors there. <laughs> right. So we got to celebrate that. And then on a bus driving through Chicago, Joey it was, counted it down. Joey counted it down, and it was for the East it, it was for the East Coast Eastern time zone. And then by the time we dropped off our bags and got down to the lobby, we got to bring in Central Standard Time. See, was, I think you only do it was it kind one of interesting. It, it, you can't celebrate New Year's more than once. You celebrate it, and it's the New Year. Just because you just change pick what, time just zones, pick one, and then well, pick we did one. it, David. We pick one. We but, celebrated. But then we did it again, and then again. But we had we three celebrations. But we lived. That's the point. We Ooh. lived it in two different time zones. It's kind of cool. I think Joey there. just likes to celebrate. Yeah, Joey and celebrated then. Pacific time zone and uh, and Honolulu time as <laughs> yeah, well, true. which you guys didn't see. Well, next year it could be two days before New Year, right. and he'll celebrate. Yeah, who knows? But, <laughs> but that somewhere. was kind. Of, but that was kind of a unique, kind of interesting. I felt like once we once I called home at midnight or they called me i felt like that that was that was new year i felt like the one well the one in chicago i don't really remember very much but that, the, one, the, one, the one on the bus that's a good new year the one on the bus i remember fine that was no that problem was but to, to me that was new year it was new year was where i was living but have you had any where you've just been by yourselves during a holiday on the road and christmas and didn't do it you've had a christmas by yourself well, on the road christmas yeah. with the team you right know, right right but you're the very first one with the magic, David, is the one I remember in Chicago. Um, I just remember getting up, having breakfast uh, Christmas morning. We got an afternoon game. The so Hyatt got, Hotel. At the Hyatt Hotel in Chicago. And there's, you know, they've got their little coffee shop in the base. And I'm sitting there. You, you and I might have been together, mm -hmm. I, I, but um, I had a player piano. And we're the only ones sitting in there. I remember this, this and story. They were, and the player piano was playing I'll Be Home for Christmas. <laughs> and, and you're just thinking, what in the heck am I doing? What is this all about? You know? That's awesome. That, yeah, that was, was pretty sad. Yeah, it was pretty sad. <laughs> just sitting there those watching. Keys, those keys moving, you know, on the yeah. no, no There's person There's not even anybody there. playing the piano. Uh, he's he's off. That guy's off for Christmas. Sad. He just he set it up and Turned let it, it go. It's probably on a loop to play I'll yeah. Be Home for Christmas, too. All but day. you know, the, and the other thing I remember about that is when we were checking out. Do you remember checking out, and there were other people, like business people and everything, and there it was like getting like I thought we were going to have a fight with one of the not with our party, but just some people cutting in, you know, trying to get out of the hotel. Not in a good mood. Huh? Grumpy, grumpy. Just grumpy Christmas people. travelers. And Everybody's in a bad mood. They're sure, having to work. They're, they're working on a holiday and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. I can, no, I can see that. I can see that. Why? Well, there's been. I'd like to be with my wife for New Year's at some point. That's been kind of strange. Like the last four or five years, we've been on the road. I remember being in D.C., fell asleep, woke up to phone calls. Hey, Happy New Year. <laughs> that's kind of lousy. <laughs> that's kind of. I do feel like we have been on the road for like the last. We have. Few New Years. Well, once we get back from this trip, it'll be 31 and 49 days. 31 of 49 you days. You counted them all, huh? Having been on the road. After just doing a stretch of 18. Is that, does that start Thanksgiving 24. Day? That's when you started Thanksgiving that clock. Day. Yeah. 31 that's crazy. 49. That's a long time to start be on the field a little bit. Yeah. 
And don't you guys feel good too? Because ever since we left four days ago, my wife Lana has had a fever of 103. Nice. It's good always timing. the way. Husband of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, a five and a three year old. See you in a week. She's burned up for four days, and I'm zero help. You guys must have had that happen before. That's oh, yeah. always good times. Yeah. yeah, I've got a similar situation at home. My wife's not feeling well, but don't have the little kids, you yeah. know, to try and take care of. That's a real challenge when you get that phone call, you know, on the road. And the kids are sick, or somebody's misbehaved. George, that's never happened with oh, your never. kids. Oh, never. No, my, <laughs> but, my everything's but people don't People house. don't realize that side of it. This is a lot of fun, and we love what we do. Sure. But it's not. People think we're all. It's the games. It's this. You're in New York City. It's you know. There, there's three o'clock bus rides through Cleveland, which no one should ever have to do. <laughs> and then there's you can't help your family when they're not feeling well. It does and, seem like that's always like. Doesn't it seem like goes wrong. it's the it's Only the when first day you're gone on a trip? Right. I'll will always get a phone call and it'll be something that like. Mine's the fire alarm this year. <laughs> yeah. The, the batteries are dying, or they the, just the go off detectors? in the middle of the night. Smoke. But you detectors. solved that though, yeah. right? You well, it yeah, yeah, I had to, uh, my son-in-law came down and helped <laughs> help my wife uh, disable. Some of those devices, and I've just taken them all out now. Don't tell, don't tell. Left Sally at great risk. Yeah. Good luck, Sally. Don't light a match. Yeah. We got a couple that work, but some of those things. I'll just turn them back on when I get old. What's funny though is so it becomes a joke with us, right? Like right. you know, yeah. we're having lunch today, and my phone rings, and the first thing that you guys say is, "Oh, smoke detector going off." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I know. So man, no, you yeah, feel bad for it, but it does. Way. It does seem to. It does seem to do that. Big topic, and, and I think people want some clarification, and it kind of came to light yesterday. But uh, apparently Nick Vucevic no longer is a 30-point, 20-rebound, 8-assist guy. Nope. That, was, uh, that has changed, and people are wondering what the clarification might be on something like that. I guess what the process would be, and this has happened before. This is not a new, a new concept where you've lost stats, George. But George, but, you're, you're, you're really involved in this. I'm, Why don't too, you explain, I'm too, involved too involved in it. I'm way too involved in this. I think people would be interested on the How back is, and yeah, forth. Just the whole process. Well, what happens is, is and that. And go for 40 minutes. No. <laughs> we have time to fill? <laughs> we'll just listen. Why are you going like I'm this? Going like you're telling to me to stretch. You go. <laughs> That's the way you feel when I talk to you guys all the time, isn't it? No, no, no. We just get plenty of time. What happens is that while the game is going on, and we have a stats crew of Gosh, there's so many guys that are that are doing the stats, the official stats during the game. Probably while, too many guys to miss a stat like that. Well, right? okay. well I mean, they, they seem to have it correctly. Um, but while the game is going on, there is somebody from the NBA talking to someone on our stats crew, and they're keeping tabs of what the stats crew is putting in and, and this and that. And I, I guess that was a play. It's at four minutes of the third period, if you go back and look at that Toronto game, where – Aaron tips the ball or the ball tips off of Aaron's hands and, and Nick grabs it and it looks like that's – and even your call is that's Vucevic's 15th rebound of the game. And um, the NBA did call. You know, they notify you and say, hey, like you might want to go back and look at that play because they saw we inputted it as a Vucevic rebound. And we did and they looked at it and said, no, we're going to keep it like that. And Our they, courtside guys. Courtside crew. It, so we're going to keep it that way. And they said, okay, carry on. And then, but what does happen after that is the the NBA does go back again, and look, they go through the whole game again to make sure that all the stats are correct. And sometimes it comes right away, and other times it stays later. And this was five days after the game where the NBA said, you know, here's a mistake that was, you know, in your game. Please notify your stats crew of the mistake. They always say that too. Please notify your stats crew of the error. 
and go from there. And so I look like a shot, like a little bit of a dig. uh, It is. It is a little bit of a dig, but it's fine. And then so you go back and look at it. And I and I looked at it last night when we were getting ready to to have the guys come in for the Chicago game. And it was I was like, please don't. And I saw it was a Toronto game. And my first thought was, oh, God, let this be anything but Nick Vucevic's rebounds or assists. Like, I don't want to mess with that hole because he had. What was he, one of 10 players since, the tenth one, since 1971 to have 30, 20, and 8? And sure enough, it was my worst nightmare. It said Vucevic has the defensive rebound, should go to Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon tipped the ball to Vuce. And so it's been quite a bit of back and forth between us and the NBA. And I don't know – I. Where it's probably going to land is nothing, and it's probably going to it's going to it's going to be too bad for Nick because that's going to take. It's still a monster game, thirty yeah, and nineteen and eight. But just I went back in and redid the list to see. Well, maybe it doesn't affect the list. It it, it totally affects the list. Oh, the list God. is completely different. Well, I, and, how many times does the league step in and say go back and review? You go. You, we we've looked at it. How honestly, at least three times year? a month. Three times a month. Yeah, they'll go, and it's and it's small things. It's um. Uh, a guy was listed on the uh, – he, he was a DNP CD when he should have been DNP. But taking a stat away from All the time. Someone this, uh, instead, of this, instead of a rebound, he should be credited with, with a steal and a turnover or, or, you know, or vice versa. Or a player doesn't have – you know, they give the wrong player the rebound because two guys are fighting for it, whatever. It, it happens more often than you think. We had another instance this year where, um, I mean, it was in the Orlando-Philly game where Jonathan Isaac has that yeah, huge that's, block. That's surprising to me. Huge block on Joel Embiid. Monster moment of the game was on every highlight channel in the country. No block in the box score. I remember and, that. And our stats crew had told me the day after, said, I just want to give you a heads up. I goofed on something, and we went through and, and – we kind of went back and tried to fix it, but we didn't fix it. So you may want to be, pre- and so I was, but I, we we were preempt, you know, very proactive. We, right, proactive. What I whatever word I'm trying to say, but it took hours, and I had to send him six video clips of Jonathan blocking the shot with a spot shadow of his hand on the ball. I mean, it was it was more back and forth than you would have thought for that play, which was clearly a block shot, but it happens. It happens all the time, and I never would have said anything to Nick if he had twelve and nine. I never yeah, would have sure, said anything. Sure. I would have never said anything to him if he had fifteen and seventeen. I just would have let it go. But this was such a big, mm-hmm. historic. And he was stat. aware of the list he was on, right? He saw it right after the game. I sent it to him sure, after the sure. game because I, you know, like the guy has cool. a big well, game. Like awesome. he and yeah. he was and he's Very into cool. that. Like yeah. he he enjoys. Seeing, you know, anytime you can have your name with Kareem sure. Abdul-Jabbar and Charles Barkley and, and those type of players, like, they're, they're pretty jacked up. And so he was very proud of that Well, the rebound night. in question is a, kind of a tip. Uh, but not they, The NBA says that Aaron Gordon controlled the tip and that, tipped it. That's what I Vucevic. was. That's that, what I, which I've looked at it again. That, to me, that's arguable. But even if that's the case, but it's not definitive, to right? Me. Right. But even if that that if if that is true that he did somewhat control it and Vucevic wound up with the rebound, mm-hmm. how many times does Vuce tip a ball out in the same similar uh, level of control that Vuce has? Mm-hmm. And the other, I don't think he's getting credit for those rebounds. Is yeah, it, you're probably I right. I mean, I, no, I mean that that's that was an argument I said back to them too i said well we can go back and look at every time he swats the ball purposely out to center court and one of our guards gets it to give us another possession 
that no. should be a rebound if that's what you're that's, telling those me are happened Vucevic's here. Those rebounds. They didn't really have an answer for me on that. that so. I think the thing that gets me is, like you said, it's not definitive, right? You could you can make a case either way. And if it's and if that's the case, leave it alone. Yeah, and so, exactly. You're building you're building a lead. You're marketing your players, right? Why go back? Take away and take away. Trust your courtside guys. You alerted them, right? Right. Obviously, right. the NBA alerted the courtside guys. Now let them make the decision. So and they're going to give the benefit of the doubt it. to your guys. You're, you're, you're yeah. going to get if it's close. You would think you're going to give. He's going to get the benefit of the doubt. You would think. You would think. And but if it's egregious, know. if 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 Aaron grabbed it with two hands, yeah, and then absolutely. then absolutely and somehow absolutely. went to Vooch. Yeah. Don't don't cheapen the the. But if it's a if there's a gray area there, right? Unless they feel, unless they felt confident that that should have gone. I mean, you could go back. Let's let's. I mean, you but if you're going to show four angles to get one that maybe kind of shows it, yeah, then maybe you let that one. No, I mean, you just, it doesn't. It doesn't really affect anything, right? I mean, other, and it's Correct. just it highlights one of yeah, your right. players in your league. What's interesting is, I mean, I could see. Let's say, um, in our case, like uh, Jonathan Isaac and Mo Bamba are both going for a block in a game, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, just long, skinny arms are up, and they both, you know. And you could, I could see where the stats crew would say, "Oh, that's Mo Bamba's block." When actually, you go back and look and replay, yeah, maybe which, it was Jonathan. Which Isaac's. you know they have the ability right. to do courtside too. They yeah. have a monitor there where they'll, they'll yeah. in an instant like that, they'll go frame by frame, right, to make to see if they can get it right. And that, but you can see it, right? You right. can see it, and there's right. no question. You know, you know, right. Isaac got the block, not Bamba or whatever. Right. And so that one, okay, make the change. That makes sense. But this one is just so so yeah, fuzzy. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I've just got my own personal view. You guys know that, you know, like I'm one of those guys and I don't know where I rank, but I'm probably top 10 fouls all time for the Magic. Yeah. Did you say it every yeah, day? I so, so. Yeah. I'm guessing there were some fouls that I got <laughs> in my career. Seriously, could, if we yeah. had the two minute thing now yeah. where you can go back a good point. and look and everything. Do they ever take fouls away from guys based no. on the two-minute yeah, report? That's a great that question. They missed the call or something like that. No, they'll because, say they missed it, but they don't. But take they won't that take, they don't take the foul away. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Or so and so shouldn't have been called for travel. They still get credited with the right. turnover. Yeah. Right. I don't think. No. They so do you want? Do you do you want to be higher up on the foul list? Or <laughs> no, you I don't. Lower, I'm just saying. Off the foul I've got, list. I've, I just I, I I prefaced it with that by saying <laughs> that I've, I've some got of your some expertise in fouling people. Right. Yeah. yeah so, you're definitely me. a professional. Yeah, I'm definitely a professional fouler. You feel Donna Royal got credit for some of your fouls. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. You know what's interesting? I remember when Jameer was here, and I'm sure other guys have done it. Jameer would lock eyes on George and say, they didn't give me credit for that assist. George <laughs> had to go look at the video. <laughs> Get the stats, guys. And I have to and do it there. It. And, sometimes, and sometimes he was right, though. You guys know when you get a, a stat well, they or used not. To have, correct me if I'm wrong, in the old arena – the board told you your points, assists, rebounds, did it not? The old the, now the old arena on the on the sides. Yeah, I don't know if that had points and assists on it. Okay. I mean, uh, rebounds and assists. But I think it, it just points. had points and yeah, fouls, okay. so you couldn't see. You'd have to really. Nowadays, the boards have everything. Everything you yeah. go, you look at any board in the league, and they all have. I mean, the whole line. So, yeah. so as a player, you'd know where that board was. You know where that board was. <laughs> but he'd dribble the Did ball you? off the floor and make a way to come over to the George. Where's my assist on that? <laughs> well, ha- you know what? Get the to, team in their offense. Well, to fun. be honest, it happened in the Chicago game last night. After you know, Vooch and I had a long discussion before the game because of what happened, and he was not happy. 
not with me, but he just was not unhappy in general. So I told him, first of all, I said, well, go get 22 tonight. And that gives you, you know, two rebounds to kind of play with later if we get into that situation again. But he looks at me during the first quarter and I, I had my head down, to be honest, because I was, I was working on something for the other dumb rebound that I was trying to get him. I had my head down. I guess there was a play in the first quarter where Vooch tried to get the – he batted the ball up, but J.I. got the rebound. First thing he yells to me as he's walking to the bench is, make sure I got the rebound on that one if I can't get the other one in Toronto. That's my, that was my point a minute ago. I yeah. know, and now I'm looking at and now I'm like, I'm going to have to deal with this. That's why you it's, don't need to get into this. It's and Jameer the point all over I made, again. I made on the air, and if you went back, John Stockton and Carl Malone were great players. Sure. First, let's, let me just say that. I'm not questioning that. But I watched them play for many, many years. Well, that was the joke. This is the joke it's, in the it NBA, It was a joke too. in the NBA. Stockton would throw the ball to Malone in the post with his back to the basket. He would take a couple of dribbles and spin and put the ball in, and Stockton would get an assist. <laughs> so are, is now the league, do they have the personnel that will go back and look at every Utah game Ooh, and make sure that they got all of those John Stockton assists correctly? Why are they picking at Nikola Vucevic in 2018 if they're not going to look at John Stockton in 1998. I mean, if you're going to do it, then go through every game in the NBA. Make sure you got them all right. I I say it. I say that. I mean, so <laughs> they, do it they don't, they don't right. like that when I say that, but yeah. I do say it. I just think it's interesting that – But you you're know, not a Hall of so Famer. Much... No, I'm not. Hall of Famer carries oh, a little right. more You clout. should do it. Why don't I have little, you on these phone calls? A little, little, little more clout. I'm not in yet. Yeah, you already have it, though. I just don't understand why you, you we you know obviously the league is working with the courtside guys and every I mean they've cleaned up a lot of the rules where we don't have a John you know Carl Malone takes a couple of dribbles and everything trust the guys at the table yeah right alert yeah. them and then they're the finer arbiters on mm-hmm. uh, what it is or isn't because they're there in but the I, arena but I wonder now I mean that this goes into a bigger discussion like do the do the stats crews go away. Well, at some point, like, do they go away and you just leave it all and to the league controls all of it. You Probably. leave it all to from Joe a, Borgia from the, from the, from the starship enterprise up yeah, there like, where they're all sitting there. Well, there's with five guys sitting there at that score table keeping stats. Those are five seats you could sell. That's true. So one more point on that though, too, if it had been, they'll probably call rebound, the game from Secaucus yeah. too. If, if this had been the 20th rebound and there were 45 seconds left, then, uh, then I think that puts more of a spotlight on it that, you know, the home crew was trying to get him that 30-20. Right. But I think the fact that it, it, it was – It was in the middle of the third quarter. Exactly. Yeah, That's right. my point. Yeah. Right, right. So it's not like the crew was trying to pull something. They, they thought – you know, they they looked at the game. They legitimately thought it was his rebound. And that's what uh, the, the person from the NBA was telling me. He's like, well, we don't want it to get to a situation where, like, you're just being a homer and trying to get your guy's stats. And I said, I, well, clearly that's not what I – you know, if yeah. this was any other game, I wouldn't do it. Right. But, you know, like this was a pretty – you know, it's big for Nick. Like Nick wants to have his name attached to that list. Why would you? I, I'd yeah. want my name sure, attached to the sure, list. Sure, for no, sure, sure. It's a great, it's a great so, achievement. It's a great accomplishment. Maybe something. I, I'm not holding my breath. I, I think once they, but there's, I mean, there's, there's all, there's agents involved now. Yeah, that's and it, great. It's, it's not What's good. What's interesting <laughs> is by them doing this, it just it brings a spotlight on it, and just you know, it makes. Do they? Does the NBA now step back and say, eh, you know, we didn't really intend for it to get. 
yeah, steps into one maybe we shouldn't have stepped into. Yeah. And they do maybe. a good job. They Listen, it's unbelievable what they do and how they track everything. Well, they obviously the have a lot of personnel available have, yes, to go through a video right? like but that. But this is just kind of a kind of a quirky thing. And it's interesting. As a, as a Red Sox fan, as a baseball, I watch my third baseman kick the ball all over the field <laughs> all the time. And it's so hard for him to get an error. The way they do stats in baseball is unbelievable. You know, the funny between a hit and an error, and this this seems it just yeah. seems so inconsequential. It's funny you said that because uh, Nick wanted he, he goes, Is there somebody at the NBA I can talk to? I would love to talk to them about the play or how they rule it or whatever else. Mm-hmm. So I, I've asked the NBA, like, Kent, is there somebody he can talk to? And Joel Glass told me he used to work for the White Sox back in the eighties. He said players would call up to the scores crew all the time. If it's like a situation like that where it's like, you know, I don't think that was an error or why <laughs> wasn't great. that a hit or whatever. He said guys it was – know what their stats are. It was constant, they? yeah. yeah. Guys, they, guys it, know, don't they? They yeah. know when they've been correctly or incorrectly attributed a, a stat or a number. Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. you're, it's, it drives everything, right? Stats, <laughs> yes, it that's all yeah. we talk about with players right. and things like that. You know, that's huge. Yeah, that's how you get paid. That's it. That's especially now with the supermax contracts and those. You got a bid. It could be a difference between first and second team. But anyway, we'll. This this may not be done. We'll see how this plays. out. Hopefully, it's done by the next pod squad. (laughs) I I don't want to deal with trust anything now. I just. I'm wondering if Oscar Robertson really averaged a triple double back in the (laughs) day. That's right. Maybe that was fabricated. (laughs) Go go to the video. Wilt Chamberlain did not have well 100 100 rebounds. You know, we joke, but 30 assists. You lived that game. You were in that game. <laughs> don't do, we, do that. Don't take no, that one away. Don't no, bring high, don't. don't bring light to that. But could they have made a mistake? You know, no, that one was all these, that one was done perfectly. And all these <laughs> no mistakes. All in these that one. all these huge milestone games. You know, no, I'm not saying that was the case, but you know, they could have been a little loose once he got to 20, well 29. Finally got it, but no, they weren't loose because it, he had he was on 29 forever. For like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. and couldn't get one. You know what was interesting on this trip too, David, and I, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but we had two guys that we called up from the G League, and Troy Copain and Emil Jefferson both scored their first ever NBA baskets, get into their first game. And you think back since the first year you've done this, all the guys' first baskets that you've called, it, it's pretty interesting. Do you ever think about that? No, you called no, Sha- really. Shaq, Penny, yeah. Dwight, no, I mean, all really, the way down to, all the way down. Yeah, to, back to, to where beginning. we have now. Uh, there have been a lot of rookies, a lot of first-time players come through in 30 years. But, uh, you know, and you know it's a big moment. I, did you see on Twitter Troy Copain's yes. father tweeted out that, you know, how proud he is of his son? And, you know, that kind of brings it into focus mm-hmm. when, you know, these are, these are human beings with husbands and, or with wives and fathers and, uh, you know, kids and grandparents. And, you know, they're all watching. Right. They're proud of their son. And um, I thought that was really an interesting uh, – Little little tidbit there that uh, Troy's father was so proud of his son getting into an NBA game and getting his first points. But it's your call. I mean, it's your you're watching it. Someone like Shaq, who you know is going to score maybe twenty thousand points. You know, yes, it's still a milestone basket. But mm-hmm. some of these guys that you don't know what the future holds, and you kind of get deal. to, and it's your call now that's on social and as I mean, that's kind of a neat. Yeah, Both and on, guys, on television we can on television we can be talking about something else, which yeah. we might have been doing, unfortunately, at the end of a Charlotte game that was a, <laughs> a blowout game. But uh, um, you know that that was that was not a very compelling game, but it was exciting for those individuals for sure. But it's still fun, isn't campaign. it? For you, is don't and you Emile still Jefferson enjoy sport. that to get to yeah, absolutely to get to do that, yeah, see a guy great. live his dream, and absolutely. That's good. That's good. Well, it's <laughs> well, well, that's great. Well, you know, it's funny. Just so, 
since, since you're not cool. ready to segue to the next cool. topic, apparently. Cool story. You know, we, we just want to give everybody, give everybody an opportunity remember, to cross that. Remember, remember, remember that? that happened? That, that was, was awesome. awesome. Remember when that happened? That's great. I was just going to say, we always talk about, you know, like there are no garbage minutes. We'll fix like, that in post. <laughs> they're, they're all minutes matter. Right. Um, and, you know, especially for guys that don't get the opportunity. They're on the end of the bench and everything. The game may be over. But um, it always matters, you know, for guys to have an opportunity. You know, sure. you may do something uh, in that in that moment, in those two minutes, whatever it is. In that case, I think it was about four minutes yeah, for Troy right. and Emil, and Emil um, that when they got in there. What about a guy like Daryl Armstrong back when, like, when we went to the finals the first time? He rode the bench and that never really played except for, you know, garbage time. Yeah, I remember thinking was, when he came in the game late and had a big dunk and. You know, Shaq made a big deal out of it. And you're like, I was thinking that, you know, that that young man, that's probably going to be the highlight of his yeah. pro sport, Really? You don't, his career. You don't think I the other? I figure we never see him again. No. You don't think the other see, way? That? That? See, that's fascinating. Oh, I remember that's it. was like, I, I this, remember. This guy, where did he come from? I'd never, you know, you never yeah. heard anything about him. I mean, we signed him. this guy, and, you know, he comes in. John Gabriel found him. John Gabriel found him. He said, you know, this is a, you know, we're pretty good. We don't really no. need. No. A guard, you know, right. we've, you know, we've, we've got guards. We've got Penny Hardaway and Brian, Brian Shaw. Shaw. <laughs> we're we're, we're okay. And uh, we bring this guy in, and then I remember he was active late in the game, gets in, and he, he's going down the court, break away, and he does this reverse dunk. And, I mean, it just brought the house down. And, you know, Shaq was, like, just going crazy. Um, but like you know, that's but, a guy. But then what you're I'm thinking, saying is like, well, that's cool, right? Yeah. Like he didn't. Then we'll never see him again. Well, we're not gonna you know. see him again. We'll but what I'm saying, plays ten years. No, but what I'm NBA. saying is, is like that was a that's guy that had the mindset of, I'm just gonna make, Absolutely. I'm gonna play my ass off for right. two minutes and forty eight seconds while we're up thirty, right? As opposed to just. Yeah. Trotting five guys out there, and we're like, I'm well, gonna, you know, and he had a, a different motor, fire, right? Yeah. Know, yeah. Well, but so, the, well, the thing about Daryl, though, is like whatever you saw, whatever fans saw on the court, he brought to practice every day, right. <laughs> and so that's right. Why so that's Darryl where it Armstrong, is, right? You know, I mean, well, you Jeff, just, you've got a great story. I was not in the locker room when the the playoff shares were divided up. Yeah, but uh, he played what five games? Just in that little stretch, right? right the there, end of yeah. the season, maybe three games. I, I don't know what the final numbers were, and. Tell the story of well, how he got a full share. Yeah, well, it's the year we <laughs> go to story, the, NBA, the NBA, finals. NBA Finals. And so what happens, what people don't maybe understand, is that that each round that you go, you you get a playoff share. Um, it's a big pot of money. And then the, what happens is the players will sit down. It's a player's money. And you figure out um, who gets what. And so you get a full share. How many shares is that? You know, back then there were like, I think, 14 of us on a team, maybe. And then you've got some extra guys maybe that come in and everything. So we're in. It's, you know, the NBA finals are over. And Donald Royal and Brian Shaw and I had talked about it on the plane and kind of, okay, here's what we're going to do. And so we got in. And then so players get to voice their opinion and everything. And so we had determined that I think Daryl and uh, Gert Hammock, uh, Rodney Dent, I think, was injured on that team. So there were three players that really didn't play a whole lot and everything. And we were going to give them the half share, you know, which pretty a lot good of money, back good chunk of money. Yeah. yeah, you know, I don't remember what it was about forty grand maybe. And uh, Shaq was like, "No, no, no, Daryl needs a full share." You know, so Donald Royal and Brian Shaw doing most of the talking, and they're you know, but really, you know, Gert played a couple of games, or not Gert, but Rodney Dent. I guess it was Gert uh, Hammock, and. Uh, Shaq was no, no, no. I was like, Shaq, well, what is it? 
what is it? You know, what do you think? He said, that dunk. When he came in and got that dunk, he deserves a full share for that dunk. <laughs> for that and we one talked, fight. And we talked and talked. You know what? And the more ta- Shaq talked, and the, we were all start. you know, I see guys shaking their heads. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> well, I guess Daryl's getting, getting a full share. Daryl's getting a full share. Daryl's getting a full share. That's <laughs> so amazing. Was, so. so who got shortchanged on that? Who who got less money because Daryl got the full share? Yeah, well, it would have been, you know, we also took care of periphery people, you know, like <laughs> – right. uh, uh, PR guys. Might have been shortchanged. Might have been shortchanged. That's a great story. That's a great story. Because he made that much of an impact on well, that one just, play. But it was Daryl. You know, I mean, Daryl oh, yeah. was such Absolutely. a big part of that, you know, just in the, his personality and his life. And, and I think that's why in the end we were like, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, we're not. Okay, you know, it was the dunk. It started with the dunk. Sure. And then, but then it was like, everybody was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. So what did you bullshit. did you think like David? Did you think well, you know we this guy has a chance to play again somewhere? Or is this well, you know, he kind was of such a, he was so good for our team, you know, in the locker room and you know his personality, and then again in practices. So the next, um, well, I guess he came the year before, didn't he? So that would have been uh, before the NBA Finals, maybe. Or no, that was that. No, it was that year. No, it was he came that year. In. year so the, the next right? year we go in uh, to training camp, and I just remember being there. And he's playing full court defense, you know, like first day of camp, he's guarding Penny full court and everything. And they're just getting mad and everything. <laughs> and so you're thinking, well, this guy is going to be one of those guys that's going to hang around on the end of a bench and yep. he's going to be a great practice player. But, you know, that's not Daryl. You know, no. I mean, he just, he was one of those guys you could not keep off the floor, you know, I think. And that's, and, that, and that's what you do, you know, as a, as a player. We talked about it with Jaron Grant. Now getting himself back into the lineup, you know he's got right, an opportunity right. now, yeah, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And so his job, I said this the other night um, against Chicago, his job now is to make it so hard on Steve Clifford to not put him back on the floor. You know he was out of the rotation. Jonathan now Jonathan Simmons is hurt, and Jaron Grant's getting a chance again. That's his job now is to make it difficult where Steve Clifford says, you know what, I can't take Jaron Grant out of the lineup again because he's playing so well. That was Daryl Armstrong. You couldn't take him off couldn't the floor. Couldn't take him off the floor. No. That's fantastic. No, you're right. And he's made a, made a nice little living. And still yeah. still working that uh, that yeah. angle and that hard work as an assistant in Dallas. I, I think lastly, guys, did you guys see the story with the Memphis Grizzlies? There was They had a, an emotional team meeting after a loss, and they're struggling, and hopefully they can figure it out. Uh, our former assistant, Chad Forcier, is a part of all that on J.B. Bickerstaff's uh, staff. But there's rumors of a fight between Caspi and Garrett Temple, mm-hmm. which is pretty interesting, which if I if I were to just blindly tell you, <laughs> tell me two guys, two guys NBA, are going to fight, two teammates yeah. that fought, how many pairs would you have to go through to come up with, <laughs> with those two guys? But... You guys must have been around that. I know there's some we know about the the big fight, right, with right. with Skiles and Shaq and and all that. But there's there has to have been blows that we didn't hear about or close to coming to blows. It's got to be part of an NBA season. Are you surprised by that? Does that not surprise you? Or and, and what what have you seen? Have you guys seen that before in a practice? Or well, I have seen it. I think the thing that surprises me is I don't I don't see confrontation in the NBA to me. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, I'm still, it, I still struggle. You guys know I talk about it. I still struggle with the post game, um, 
bro hugs and all uh, that. I mean, where you got to hug, you know, you, you get beat by 30 and then you got to go hug everybody and, and shake hands with everybody on the other team. That's, that drives that's great. Crazy. I mean, it, you know, sportsmanship, you know, I know we do it in college, but the pros, it's just, you know, it's your job. Somebody just embarrassed you. I, I you know, We'll go get a burger or something so later what did you, on. So what but, did you do then? What what was your what did you do? Did everybody just walk off the everybody floor? Everybody just laughed. Nobody, Nobody said hi. I then. can't ever remember like seeking somebody out and going shaking hands. Even people I knew on the other team, friends, you just went to the locker room. You didn't. There was no like there was no shaking hands or all. Somebody would have, would have said something to you if you had done that. You, oh, absolutely. Been, well, I think I've told you somebody guys on the story. My first year uh, in the NBA, we're playing the New York Knicks. And, you know, I'm, for some reason, I'm in, I, it was, I think it was preseason or something, I'm in the starting lineup. And I, and I walk out on the court and, you know, I'm coming from a college, you know, and everything. And so I'm walking out and Bernard King is, is right there. And I just stuck my hand out, shake his hand. And you should have seen the look on his face. There was no smile. He looked at my hand. <laughs> like he just what? turned around and he just and he just stood there and everything. My teammates just killed me. He's like, you don't ever shake hands. Not Bernard King, you know. It's like it's just you know you just didn't do that, you know. Right, it's right, like right, right. Bernard's not a bad guy, yeah, but yeah. he was it was business, sure. right? I was coming on the floor, and I'm the opposition. I'm the enemy. You, don't, you know, that's we'll not the day. That's line. not the day. He scored sixty. Is it? Okay. So I guess my point is, in a locker room, it always surprises me when I hear there's been a little bit of a dust up. You know, yeah, um, you don't see that. It makes me feel good actually, because then we know yep. that there are people with fire and competitors in our league, and I think that's important for us going forward. So uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. The I, best comment that came out, I read, you know, Mark Gasol kind of talking about it offhand. He says, you know, he says, when we're winning, you know, it just seems like the day just goes better, right? You know, the conversations are better. And he says, you start losing, and these are the kind of things that happen. You know what I mean? It's this like, is what happens. Yeah, we got a little bit of controversy and everything. This is just how it goes. And, and he's right. So That happens with everything, though, right? I mean, yeah. like, you're, you're on a road trip. You know, if we if we go one and five on this road trip, we're going to be like, oh, this is the worst trip Long week, ever. Yeah. Oh my God, it's the worst ten days I've ever had. We maybe we go four and two on this trip, and we oh, end up winning yeah. in Utah. We're flying back. Like we're not so tired when we land no, at four in the morning. It's amazing that how night. that changes. Huh? How that changes. Yeah. And I'm not take, even playing. You don't take things personal. Somebody says yeah. something to you in passing. Well, what did he mean? Yeah. yeah, they haven't won it a little bit, but <laughs> but that is that is true. We got there are a ton of guys with that. Like you think about Kevin Garnett and Kobe and those guys like you're talking about that mm -hmm. didn't want to talk to the opposition and you, we've gotten away from that everybody is everybody is uh well they, and they grow up playing together right they grow up playing in AAU. Maybe, is that what it they is grow you up think, playing JT? in high school it's that they it's... know each other from these aau circuits maybe and there's a, yeah. a familiarity yeah i guess They're, you know it's not, i didn't go not through that, they, that so it's not I don't that know. they don't want to beat them though right it's not and that then they the don't european guys have a connection sure you know, a yeah. lot of them from the same part of the world so there's that connection that some of those guys have i feel like all those guys automatically are friends like it, it seems like when you see you know europeans on different teams it's like they're all mm -hmm. i'm like how do you know every year like you're you don't know every europe like europe's, <laughs> europe's a pretty big place <laughs> like, you, don't you, you don't know every it's european like out there island. like huh it's not like rhode island well, that's what i'm saying it's not like yeah it's not like he's from winter park like the guy you know like you're Atlanta from france people she's from toronto oh do you know so and so yeah no like toronto's huge yeah it does i never understood i never understood that part of it. I'm like, how do you guys? You don't know. But it. didn't LeBron get killed for 
The banana boat? The se- well, that too. But the series <laughs> the series ending, and he just walked off the floor because he was mad. He was mad that he lost. And yeah, he was... got he got called a bad sport. And maybe that's kind of where it turned, maybe. I don't know. When he, when he lost to us? Yeah. 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 I think we might have started that a little bit. <laughs> 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 did we, did we, we float that We might have stoked that fire a I little bit. I'm just been, joking. No, some I'm of Joel Glass's best work. It might have been. No, <laughs> no I'm just joking. I'm All right, guys. Well, we're out here in Minnesota, so I think I have an idea where you're going to go with this, David. But a soup of the month. For January, right? It's a little chilly here in Red Minnesota. River uh, Chili at the Loon Cafe. <laughs> mm. Pecos the Red. Pecos That's the Red. one, right? Pecos Red River. Is that what it's called? I had to run and Pecos catch up River with you guys. Red. Yeah, yeah. River River Red. Red. you got to get it like medium or hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. medium. Oh, so good. I had to run. You guys were there for like a good tongue. hour and a half. I'm surprised you were still well, there. What about when you pair it with the yeah. grilled cheese sandwich? Oh, with bacon. Best. It's the best. Isn't it is it? so good. I might go get another one. JT's, I you're know. a big grilled cheese guy. I, you know, people may not know that about him. He weighs 110 pounds, <laughs> but he's a big. He can put away. A but he's on the stairmaster for two hours. <laughs> Burned a thousand calories the other day on the row machine. <laughs> yeah, but what did he say? Hold on, what did he say when we were in? Uh, where did we just come from? Chicago. Yeah, and we went to right. Ghirardelli. Like we were going like sheep because one person wanted to go get a hot chocolate, all and all of it, one. all it took was one person <laughs> to turn around and go. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess we're all going to get a cookie. And I'm going to, wa- I'm going to wash my hot dish. chocolate down with a cookie <laughs> after my deep dish pizza. Yeah, that's 16-ounce hot chocolate and the, oh. the giant cookie. There, there went my 1,000 calories that I That's the best. Up. I know. I'm so full. Oh, wait. Well, you guys are going to go. I'm not going to be the only one. I'm not going to walk no, back. No, I'm not going to do that. I can eat for three days. <laughs> no, hand me another hot chocolate. Do I want my cookie warm? Why do I, who who says that? no to that? We follow each other in the restaurants and in the traffic, too. <laughs> <laughs> Not even looking, just walk right, oh, in, walk right across the street. Do you have a dessert for January? Do you have a, a New Year's dessert? I don't know if it's a dessert, but this time of year now, it's like we talked about hot chocolate, but I, I, I love a good hot cider. Oh, okay. That's kind of sweet to me. That's like a dessert. Is that? Is that? That's not a, a dessert. That's not a dessert. No, count. that's not even no. a subset. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even credit you that one with a subset. Apple cider. Well, you know, I always do the, you know, my I, we last year the chocolate chip cake that my wife oh, yeah. makes at yeah. Christmas is always okay. big. So I will have to try that. I'll have to try that. She, well, she's made that before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before. yeah, so good. Oh, that's very really good. good. That is a, yeah, that's I a, gave each other one the last year. You didn't say anything, so I didn't give you. No, you year. can give that to me whenever you want. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, it was good. It I didn't mean, last it was fantastic. Long. No, I know I said something. Yeah, that was very good. That I probably said it with a mouthful of chocolate. when I said it. Coach is good. Rip open any presents. As far as I know, you know, we've been gone for a few days, but no, he's he's. I think he's doing fine. David left the back door open before he left, just in case. Just in case, coach wanted to go for a walk. How many presents did coach have under the tree? He didn't get anything this Nothing year in no. the stocking no. or anything no we we had so many kids running around you know you couldn't yeah. really focus on the puppy but um but he's uh he's doing well he's do people buy things for their dogs bit. to open i think they do uh we yeah. we uh, our dog shay had some <laughs> some presents under the my, you, not only that but my mom brought bought her some presents as how well how did you uh present to said dog i opened up the package <laughs> And then gave the dog the bone. Did you wrap the package and then open it yourself? I did not wrap the package. My wife might have wrapped the package. <laughs> Somebody wrapped it, but you opened it. And my you mom wrapped the package for her, and then we opened I Well, we being, I opened it. and <laughs> That's good. The yeah. funny thing is my, my mom got my dog a package of like nine. It was, I don't know what it was, nine balls or whatever in this one big thing. We were at her house for a few hours. She destroyed like seven of them. 
like just ripped them right apart, like to where the, we had to throw the other two away before she <laughs> jumped on the. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, that was, that was, might as well have given us twenty dollars and thrown it in the trash can. Trash can. <laughs> <laughs> we were just too busy trying to keep Coach away from you know all the paper and the chaos that was taking place. So just focusing on trying to keep him out of trouble. Paper was his first Christmas. Oh yeah, first Christmas. He's not a year old yet. That's right. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, all right. What are you going to get coach for Valentine's Day? No, nothing. Another holiday. President's Day is coming. That's coming up. I know. Thinking about Daytona 500 tickets for coach for that one. That's perfect. All right, guys. Good work. Another one in the can. Right at 45 minutes. You did it again. Are we really there? We're really there. We're good at this podcast thing. This thing is easy. You're doing this.